slides it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Price! Another spectacular stop! Broussard tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Marcel with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you could join us today, fresh off last night's 6-1 win over the New York Rangers. Islanders playing their best hockey game in probably at least the last six games, and it's sweet to win 6-1. It's even sweeter when you beat the New York Rangers. This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join me tonight at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time to get in on the action. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. So, lots to talk about. The Islanders have a new line that was put together for this game, and it really made a difference. We'll break that down. Talk about what the Islanders did better in this game as a team in order to come away with this very important 6-1 to one win, we have our weekly farm report with uh, some finally some good news coming out of Bridgeport and our Islanders birthday of the day. We're going to take you all the way back to the first year of the Islanders' existence for that one. But first, if there's something Islanders-related that's on your mind, you have a question you'd like us to answer a topic you'd like us to discuss, a comment on something that we said or didn't say on the show, feel free to send us an email, the email address, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we discuss whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter, at LockedOnIsles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I, And we'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. And I'm live tweeting during nearly every Islanders game. Always happy to uh, give some insight and share some uh, comments and interaction with other Islanders fans. So, right now, the Islanders tied for first place with the Washington Capitals. And they are about to embark on three consecutive games with the Caps, so that in and of itself, uh, fantastic news, nobody has any games in hand, and the Islanders right now are set for what should be a very, very big three-game series, we will get to that a little bit later on, but as of right now, the 6-1 to one win last night over the New York Rangers, and First of all, the new line that I mentioned earlier that really spearheaded this win is J.G. Pajot centering Josh Bailey and Anthony Bavillier. And you look at the numbers, Pajot, a goal and an assist. Bailey, two goals and an assist. Bavillier, a goal and three assists. 
And each one of those three players was a plus three in this game. And overall, you know, the line gets uh, their goals. They, they get four goals on five shots in this game, but they were really working well together, showed some great chemistry. Uh, one beautiful, beautiful pass behind the back by uh, Pajot to set up one of Bailey's two goals, and the Islanders have this breakout game to win 6-1, to one. 25 saves for Simeon Varlamov. Look, you, you you break down this game, and in the first period, it really felt like it was the same old, same old for the Islanders, where the power play was struggling, and the Islanders were getting lots of chances and weren't putting the puck in the net. And then, finally, with a little more than two minutes left, Bailey gets his first goal of the night, and that allowed things to start opening up in the second period. And early in the second period, it's 2-0 Islanders, and then the power play even comes through with a goal. Bavillier from Dobson and Eberle, and voila, the Islanders uh, were off and running. And then when the Rangers got their only goal of the game, uh, midway through the second period, the Islanders, you know, Varlamov came up big when he needed to, and then the Islanders get uh, three goals in, in a three-and-a-half-minute span of the third period to really put this game out of reach. And, you know, finally, obviously, the Islanders uh, getting this win. And, you know, over the last six games, we have talked about this team struggling, even though they had won three of those games. But this game, they finally went back to playing Islanders hockey. And I'll tell you, this game was really won in center ice, in the neutral zone. Because the Islanders did a great job of bottling up the neutral zone. The Rangers are an explosive, fast, offensive team. And, you know, when we previewed this game on yesterday's show, we talked about how dangerous offensively the New York Rangers can be, and yet the Islanders managed to shut them down, end up holding them to 26 shots on goal. And here, here is the important thing. Artemi Panarin, the most dangerous player on the New York Rangers, no shots on goal in this game. That is absolutely uh, a great indication when the guy's on the ice for nearly 19 minutes and does not register a shot on goal. You're taking away the most dangerous weapon on the Rangers and neutralizing him right there. And meanwhile, while the Rangers were struggling in the neutral zone and unable to get into the Islanders' zone with momentum and speed and on the attack, the Islanders did the exact opposite. The Islanders controlled center ice. They were able to get the puck into the Rangers' zone with speed, with uh, pretty passes. Uh, and then when they couldn't do that, they did the old dump and chase that they do so well and forechecked and caused turnovers. And that created scoring opportunities. So, 
the beautiful thing is after six not so satisfying games, the Islanders went back out there and played Islanders hockey and end up with this very, very important six to one win over the New York Rangers. So now three games coming up against the Capitals. These two teams enter this three-game situation here all tied in the standings. And it really sets things up for uh, an amazing situation where these three games are huge. And, you know, the Penguins right behind them, they also won last night. Uh, And it's going to be a hell of a finish in the East Division. And the Islanders finally looking like they are dangerous once again. We've got a lot more to discuss on today's show. We've got our farm report, our Islanders' birthday of the day, and some more insights from last night's game. Stay with us. More to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islander fans, today's episode is brought to you by the Locker Room app. It is a live, audio-only sports talk platform that's free to download and free to use. You could talk to me other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time, and it's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. You can share your own experiences on the app. Now, Locker Room is is great. We meet the Locked On Islanders chat is every Wednesday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, and uh, I am always there ready to talk Islanders hockey. You got questions? Go for it. Join us. We we are happy to talk Islanders, and who knows, your questions and my answers, uh, our discussion may actually end up as part of another episode of the podcast. All you need to do is download the Locker Room app for free in the iOS app store, create a profile, link it to your Twitter account, and join the Locked On Islanders group. Follow me at Locked On Islanders to be notified when my room goes live. We'll be going live again tonight and every Wednesday at 8.30 p.m., so come with your spiciest takes. Today's episode is also brought to you by your friends at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best-tasting protein bar ever. They've got 18 amazing flavors, some with nuts, some nut-free. And just listen to this lineup of flavors. Carrot cake, banana bread, mint brownie, salted caramel, double chocolate, peanut butter brownie, toffee almond. You can't go wrong All the bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They are soft and easy to chew. And the bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber. That makes them great for the keto diet. It feels like you're cheating on your diet and eating a candy bar, but you're really eating something that is good for you. Let's talk about the coconut almond flavor. 18 grams of protein in every bar, just 180 calories, only 5 grams of sugar, and 5 grams of net carbs. Go to BuiltBar.com right now. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. And Islander fans, this, this year the Locked On Podcast Network is partnering with the Draft Network to cover the NFL Draft Live. Get insight and analysis from Locked On local experts and the Draft Network's national experts. Subscribe to Locked On NFL's YouTube page to watch the three-day live coverage of the NFL Draft April 29th through May 1st. So, before the game, we 
weren't sure what was going to happen with Josh Bailey and Cal Clutterbuck. Uh, Clutter was a game-time decision, did not take the pregame skate. Bailey did return to the lineup, and I'll tell you, the two games that he missed seemed to have done him a little good. Uh, He looked refreshed. He looked dangerous. He shot the puck, which is something that Bailey doesn't always do enough. We saw this team shooting the puck as a whole more often. And, you know, we have talked a lot on this show that Josh Bailey needs to start getting himself going because, you know, for a guy who is earning $5 million a year and who is a top six forward, the Islanders obviously expecting more from uh, Josh Bailey, and now with these two goals, he's up to eight goals on the season and came up with a very, very strong game. Now, look, a lot of players could have a good game or two now and again. The importance is to get consistent with it, but a great first, uh, uh, you know, first game back for Bales and Anthony Bavillier absolutely shining in this one for the New York Islanders. So got to be happy with that performance. And again, it's something that the Islanders are going to need. And who knows whether or not this line of uh, Bavillier, Pajot, and Bailey, whether it stays together any longer. Look, if I'm Barry Trotz, I'm sending those guys out there again. But, uh, you know, We'll see what Trotz decides to do. Meanwhile, the two newest Islanders, Kyle Palmieri and uh, Travis Zajac, they both ended up with an assist in this game, and they are slowly but surely starting to look more like they are a part of this unit. Now, Braden Coburn sat out again. Noah Dobson back in the lineup. He had an assist and four shots on goal. Uh, but the thing that surprised me, Oliver Wallstrom was the player that Barry Trotz decided to sit when Bailey came back into the lineup. So Uncle Leo still out there, Michael Dal Cole still out there, Zajac was still out there, and uh, Wallstrom sits. And at the end of the day, one thing we have to remember is that. Barry Trotz treats his rookies or his younger, inexperienced players very differently than his veterans. And he really prefers to rely on guys who, in his mind, have proven that they can get the job done. So not a shock that Wallstrom sits and, you know, maybe sitting a game or two is what Oliver Wallstrom needs to get himself back on track, much like, you know, the two-game injury timeout, sort of, uh, meant for Josh Bailey. So we'll keep an eye on that. I get the feeling that Oliver Wallstrom will still have a role on this team down the stretch. And once Clutterbuck returns and everybody's healthy again, uh, I think you'll see a little bit more rotation, where Guys like Kamarov and Wallstrom and Dal Cole, they'll probably, you know, do some alternating. 
and then any injuries or anyone who is struggling, they can be sat down as well. And you'll probably see three, four, maybe even five players rotating in and out of the bottom of the lineup for the Islanders over the remaining 10 games this season. And, you know, to me, there are advantages and disadvantages to that. The big advantage, obviously, you keep your players hungry. They know they have to perform. There is a sense of urgency there. The drawback, obviously, more than anything else, is a lack of continuity, where your lines are not as established and the chemistry between players is not as established. And then you also have a situation where players may start to press because they're worried about coming out of the lineup. So how the players handle it, obviously, will be important. And I think we'll see the same thing to an extent on defense. And we talked about that yesterday, where we'll see Braden Coburn every second or third game, and maybe Andy Green or Scott Mayfield or Noah Dobson gets a breather every now and again to make that possible. We've got a lot more still to come on today's show, our Islanders' birthday of the day, plus uh, our weekly farm report, all that and more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islander fans, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The football season may be over, but the NBA and NHL are heading down the stretch to the playoffs. Major League Baseball is in full swing, and now we are a little more than a week away from the 2021 NFL Draft, and you can place wagers on all of these events. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They'll give you real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Islander fans, the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey is happening now. It features analysis from NFL experts like Michael Irvin, Jason LaConfora, Brian Baldinger. Our local experts for every team are also making trades and picking the next stars of their team. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcasts, news, and music that matters to you. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Time for Islanders' birthday of the day. We are going back all the way to the very first season of the Islanders' existence and want to wish a very happy 74th birthday to former Islanders left wing Brian Lavender. Lavender broke into the NHL with the St. Louis Blues back in 1971-72, joined the Islanders in their first season, 72-73, had six goals and 12 points in 43 games. But, you know, how bad were that first-year expansion Islanders team. Lavender was a minus 42 plus minus in 43 games. Got traded to the Red Wings, where he played uh, part of a of an, another season and half of one more, then spent 74-75 with the old California Golden Seals and 75-76 in the WHA with the Denver Spurs and Ottawa Civics. We're going to look back at one of the better games played 
by Brian Lavender for the Islanders. November 21st, 1972 at the Nassau Coliseum. Islanders taking on the California Golden Seals. Marv Edwards, the goalie for the Seals. Jerry Desjardins in net for the Isles. 11,037 fans on hand for this one. And the Seals got off to a quick 2-0 lead. First, Joey Johnston, his ninth. Rick Smith and Walt McKechnie on the assist. That is a power play goal as Ken Murray of the Islanders was off for tripping. Then, uh, midway through that first period, Dick Redmond of the Seals makes it 2-0. Reggie Leach and Stan Weir with the helpers. Islanders looking like they're in a little bit of trouble. But Brian Lavender comes through our Islanders' birthday of the day. Scores in the final minute of the first period with Walt McKechnie in the penalty box for tripping. Lavender gets his second goal with the Isles. Lorne Henning and Brian Lefley with the helpers at 19:38, And after one period, the Islanders trailing 2-1. In the second period, the Islanders tie it late. Terry Crisp, his first goal of the year. Bill Mickelson and Brian Lavender with the helpers. So Lavender with a goal and an assist after 40 minutes. It's all even at 2-2. Two and two. Then, in the third, fan favorite Brian Spinner Spencer scores his third. Tom Miller and Eddie Westfall with the helpers at 12:42, And then Westfall scores his eighth from Spencer and Tom Miller at 18:01 to give the Islanders a 4-2 win over the Seals. Islanders out shooting California. 33 to 23. As for Brian Lavender, a goal and an assist, three shots on goal, and uh, he is our Islanders' birthday of the day. So again, happy 74th birthday to Brian Lavender. We're actually a day late with this one, uh, but Lavender, the Edmonton, Alberta native, uh, one of those players who probably would have been a fringe NHL player slash minor leaguer if not for expansion, but he certainly gave his all for the Islanders during their time, during his time uh, in the blue and orange. Meanwhile, it's time for our farm report. And yes, yesterday, the Bridgeport Sound Tigers did something new and exciting this year. They actually won their second straight game. Samuel Bolduck with two goals in this one. And the Sound Tigers beat the first-place Providence Bruins 4-1. to This one, uh, a home game at Webster Bank Arena. Dimitro Timoshov had one goal and one assist for Bridgeport. Arnold uh, Durando had two helpers, 23 saves for Jakob Skarik, uh, as he improves his record to 2-8. and eight. And right now... Uh, Bridgeport with its third home win and their first back-to-back -back wins of this 2020-2021 abbreviated season. So uh, for the Sound Tigers, great to get two consecutive wins and, and boy do they need it after struggling uh, most of this season and hopefully, you know, starting to turn the corner just a little bit. Last Saturday, Bridgeport beating the Hartford Wolfpack in Hartford by a score of four to nothing. And uh, Ken Appleby with 22 saves to earn the shutout in that one. 
and uh, that one really felt good for the Islanders uh, farm team, the Bridgeport Sound Tigers, now having won two games in a row. And let's see if they can build on that. Uh, this Saturday, another game at Hartford. That is a 1 o'clock in the afternoon start. And then next Tuesday, April 27th, a home game against Hartford also at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. So those will be the two games for the Sound Tigers this week, uh, home and home series, basically, with the Wolfpack. And uh, that is certainly encouraging news to see this team starting to win a couple of games in a row. Can they keep it up? Let's hope so. I, I think that, you know, things are starting to settle down a little bit in Bridgeport. And, uh, you know, Coach Thompson, I think, starting to get a better idea of what he's got. Samuel Bolduck now leading the team with 12 points, six goals and six assists. Cole Bardrow uh, leading the team with eight goals. He has 11 points. And then Timashov has 10 points with four goals and six assists. You know, a lot of the names at the top of the scoring chart for Bridgeport, very familiar to Islander fans, all of them. Uh, either played for the Islanders this year or are considered prospects. And I think Bardrow right now uh, looking like one of the better players for the Sound Tigers. Make sure you join us uh, tonight for the uh, In the Locker Room app for our weekly Locked On Islanders chat. Uh, be great to talk to everybody about the team, and uh, we will certainly discuss anything that's on your mind. We'll also have a full preview of the first of three games against the Capitals and the latest injury update on Cal Clutterbuck. All that and a lot more tomorrow. So have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.